how many people have you seen that you're like, whoa, I'd tap that, but I would never get in a relationship with that. That's right, it's time for our fortnightly uh, sexual pleasure wellness segment. Let's talk about sex with Tanya Coons, our resident sexologist and pleasure activist. Tanya, welcome today. How are you? Good morning, Maya. I'm totally terrific after a fun night out last night. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday night, not, not my usual gig. Cute. <laughs> Now, I've been teasing and teasing and teasing that we are talking about asexuality today, which I'm kind of excited to go through. I think it's something that maybe doesn't get enough of a spotlight on. Would you agree, Tanya? I do agree. And um, when I was putting together some notes for the show, I realized too that there are so many assumptions about asexuality that are not correct. Mm. So it'd be really nice to sort of look at this topic from a number of different angles and through a number of different lenses. Totally. Now, if you've got any questions or queries, don't be shy on 0409 945 945. There's no such thing as a silly question and we'll do our best to answer them. But first and foremost, Tanya, what is asexuality? Good question. (laughs) Um, Asexuality is the lack of sexual attraction. Right, so I want to be really clear. We're going to go through some other definitions. So it's a lack of sexual attraction to other people or a low or absent interest or desire for sexual activity, right? So sexual attraction in, in, in simple terms means that you find a specific person sexually appealing. It's somebody that you would like to have sex with. And asexual folk don't experience sexual attraction, but they still can experience other forms of attraction, which I think is what gets a bit complicated. Because aside from a sexual attraction, you can also experience a romantic attraction. Like you might be wanting to have a a romantic relationship with someone or an aesthetic attraction. Um, You're you're attracted to someone based on the way that they look uh, or a sensual or physical one. So you want to touch or hold or cuddle somebody. There might be a platonic attraction where you want to be friends with someone, or you might have a really strong emotional attraction to somebody and want to feel emotionally connected. So these are all really interesting ways that you can be attracted to people. And I think in today's world, we conflate everything with sexual attraction, don't we? Mm, yeah. I mean, it's so I'm, I'm glad you've said that because I think the assumption is very much like no sense of feeling whatsoever if someone says that they are asexual so it's interesting to know that actually you can experience different types of feelings I'm going to say or attractions um yeah I think too like asexuality there's a lot of talk about it that it's considered a sexual orientation or a lack of orientation Mm. I like to think it as about attraction and and orientations are about who you are attracted to but you know there's a lot of sub identities as well and we'll we'll take a bit of a dive into that but I think people think that there's something wrong Mm. with asexual people and um I I don't know and I've I've been guilty of saying you know everyone on the planet is a sexual being which is the one thing that kind of unites us but maybe it's more that we all have asexuality and some sort of sexual identity that that is like that because um 
uh, people think there's something wrong if there's no sexual attraction, but really it's not a medical condition. It's not something that needs to be fixed. I was horrified once when a prominent Sydney sex therapist wrote an article in the Sydney Morning Herald claiming asexuality was something that could be cured, oh. which made a lot of us shift very uncomfortably in our seats. Um, and, it, you know, it should go without saying, but I need to say it, uh, that asexuality isn't the same thing as experiencing fear of intimacy or loss of libido or feeling sexually repressed or feeling averse to sex or having a sexual dysfunction. They are their own things, right? And they can happen to anybody regardless of their sexual orientation or their attraction, mm. And, and then, you know, there are other sort of well-meaning people, maybe that person who wrote the article was like that, saying asexual people can feel sexual attraction when they meet the right person. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. That's not how asexuality works. It's it's not a matter of finding love or romance because many of the, the many asexual folks do find that, right? So, and many asexual folks do want a romantic relationship mm. and they have healthy and happy romantic relationships. So romance doesn't have to involve sex, just as sex doesn't have to require romance. Mm. Now, there are a few different terms that fall under this umbrella of asexuality or the word asexual. What are they? Uh, okay, I've just popped a few in because otherwise we can get our brains boggled. Um, <laughs> so there's demisexual, that's needing to have or be in a relationship or a friendship or have some sort of deep connection before sexual attraction will occur. Um, so to put it another way, you might only feel sexually attracted to somebody in the context of a loving romantic relationship. Or, you know, a lot of people fall in love with their friends. You know, they're not attracted to other people, but once they get to know someone, uh, then the, it's easier to be sexually attracted. I have, I, I find this, this sort of a theme quite a lot with my clients mm -hmm. uh, that people are sort of like, well, you know, I don't, I really need a connection and I really need this with somebody before I want to be sexual, before I even feel attracted. I'm like, okay, well, that, that sounds to me a little bit like demisexual. Mm -hmm. And I like it because it kind of explains the absence of attraction without these things because I initially thought why is this on the asexuality spectrum but it's more about what's not happening you know when you're not feeling attracted that pops you on that spectrum and then there are gray ace folks so these are folks who experience little sexual attraction like it's very rare or it's low level attraction and it's kind of like a midpoint between asexuality and sexuality mm -hmm. and so it's it's kind of like yeah yeah you know, a little bit, but not a lot. I'm not getting too excited about things. Or they might might get a sexual attraction, but it's very, very rare. Mm -hmm. And then there's another term, aromanticism. So we've been talking about romance. So just as asexual people experience little to no sexual attraction, aromantic people experience little to no romantic attraction, right? Some, but not all, asexual people are aromantic as well. So you can see it's like there's all these little pockets that we can draw down from of identity that make make up who people are so we need to understand that sexual attraction and desire are not the same as romantic attraction and desire so wanting to have sex with someone is different to wanting a romantic relationship with them mm -hmm. um, you know how many people do have you said that you're like whoa i'd tap that but i would never get in a relationship with them <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely heard the phrase <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> We're talking asexuality. We've gone through what it is and it's something really important to note if you've just joined us. Uh, people who are asexual can also experience different types of desires, be it romantic or otherwise. But Tanya, I think this is probably the best question we're going to unravel today. The question of whether or not people who are asexual can have sex or if they can enjoy it. So what do you think? Ah, well, I think there are people who might not experience any sexual attraction, but they can still choose to have a sexual relationship. Uh, and I mean, yeah, asexual folks have sex for a variety of reasons, just like people who are sexual, really. Uh, sometimes it's comfort because they know their partner would like it. Sometimes because on occasion they do feel like it and uh, they can have sex outside of attraction for security or cuddles or, or lots of reasons, yeah? So reasons like sometimes they do feel horny so they want to satisfy their libido and have a bit of a release. Sometimes they might want to conceive children or, or make their partner happy, as we just mentioned, or sometimes to experience a bit of physical pleasure outside of attraction again we sort of got to keep relating it back to the attraction thing and sometimes i'd like to show or receive affection um, or for central central reasons touches cuddles all sorts of things like that so i think it's quite normal and people are like oh but doesn't that mean you don't have sex it's like no don't have sexual attraction right mm -hmm. so uh for some folks who have this asexual folks who have little or no drive they don't want to have sex and that's okay as well so if you look at it simply everyone has a different experience of being asexual and there's no single way to be asexual so some asexual folk might be sex averse meaning they don't want to have sex and they find that whole thought unappealing others might be sex indifferent you know meh, don't feel strongly either way and others might be sex favorable they might have some aspects of sex that they enjoy even if they're not experiencing attraction. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And what is the difference then between sexual attraction and arousal? Uh, now, this is a cracker question, right? I think um, attraction is, is it's about somebody that you fancy and you feel drawn towards for, for whatever reasons. We looked at all of these different desires. But arousal is what your body does. It's in, sometimes it's in response to attraction. Sometimes it's in response to touch or sexual stimulation, right? So, so there's a difference between libido, sexual desire, and sexual attraction, and they often get conflated. So libido is also known as your sex drive, and libido involves wanting to have sex and to experience sexual pleasure and release. So for some people, it might feel like wanting to scratch an itch, right? To me, I, I feel like that's sort of the horny feeling. Mm -hmm. Sexual desire, this refers to the desire or willingness to have sex, whether it's for pleasure or personal connection or conception or something else. So there's often a reason there or a decision, yeah? Um, sexual attraction, this involves finding somebody sexually appealing, right, and wanting to have sex with them. Right. So plenty of folks who aren't asexual have a low libido or, or may not want sex, right? And, and plenty of asexual folks still have a libido and might experience some sort of desire for sex. Mm. Yeah, I think people falsely believe that asexuality is the same thing as celibacy 
or abstinence, right? So here's another couple of terms that people throw in the mix, not necessarily correctly. (laughs) Abstinence is about deciding not to have sex, right? It's a decision. It's uh, usually temporary and someone might choose to abstain from sex because they want to wait till they get married or they're having a difficult period in their life or they've just had enough of dating, they're fed up with whatever. So they're like, no, I'm going to abstain from sex. And celibacy is about the decision to abstain from sex or possibly even marriage for a longer period of time, right? So many people make a lifelong commitment to celibacy for religious or cultural reasons or personal, right? But the key difference lies in the fact that absence and celibacy represent choices Mm. and asexuality does not, right? So, uh, and, and even so, asexual people might not actually abstain from sex at all, even if they're not feeling like it. They can, whereas people who choose celibacy and abstinence can certainly experience sexual attraction. So are we getting complicated yet? Are we, are we confused yet? Does anyone need us to clarify anything? Hopefully not. You're on FBI. This is Mornings with me, Maya Billig. I'm with Tanya Coons on Let's Talk About Sex, chatting asexuality. And we've learnt that people who are asexual do not experience sexual desire, but they can uh, feel different types of desire. And it also attraction, attraction, attraction <laughs> sorry. You know, I, I feel like sometimes an emotional attraction is like an emotional desire, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. We've also discussed that people who are asexual, it doesn't necessarily mean that they abstain or are celibate entirely either, but I want to dive a little deeper on this, Tanya. If someone has enjoyed having sex only a handful of times, but mostly doesn't really find that they like it or are quote unquote into it, does that mean that they are asexual? Um, no, I think that means that somebody who hasn't enjoyed sex. <laughs> it's simple. It, it doesn't mean they're asexual. Uh, you know, it could be like that's one of the possibilities, but it could also be that they may need to learn about their body and what their arousal systems are like. It may be that they might not have found sexual activities that they find enjoyable mm. or partners that work well with them right they may be trying to make something work that doesn't work for them so they're not having a good time in the bedroom because outside of the bedroom things aren't working there's a billion reasons why somebody might not enjoy sex so just making the assumption that they're asexual not 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 a good idea right Mm -hmm. it's one of a billion possibilities so you could ask yourself that question but I would be asking a lot more. I'd be bringing a whole lot more curiosity to the situation before I make an assumption. Mm. Now, I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. What (laughs) about masturbation or experiencing an orgasm, watching porn, kink play? Can asexual people enjoy any of the above? Absolutely. All of the above, right? Asexual people still masturbate, still have sex. We talked about it before. Um, And, you know, it's, Sexuality doesn't mean someone who doesn't enjoy sex. It just, you know, asexuality. It means that they don't experience sexual attraction, right? So if you think about all of the above things very possible being possible, it's really possible to have sex outside of attraction. Just ask a sex worker. Do it all the time. Lots of people have sex outside of attraction, right? So uh, it's a really interesting concept, depending on the circles that you move in. I think folks think, well, I I have to be really, really attracted to somebody to have sex with them. No, actually, you don't. 
You really don't. And there's lots of folk out there doing all sorts of things within that realm. And asexual people are part of that story. So, yeah, I'm not very attractive, but I do feel like having sex. Or I might feel like being close to you, but there's just, there's, I don't have sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. Now, what about, um, can that sexuality change like is it possible to go from being asexual to sexual or sexual to asexual what's the deal well like all other sexualities and orientations yeah i think people fluctuate over time um so there are terms you can be ace flux or aeroflux right so these terms refer to someone whose capacity for sexual or romantic attraction changes over time so and i think many people consider their identity somewhat fluid Right. One day they might feel asexual because they're experiencing little or no sexual attraction. And weeks or months later, they might feel a shift. Um, similarly, you know, folks, some, some folks start off identifying as heterosexual and they might move to bisexual. Later, they might realize they're asexual. It doesn't mean that people were wrong or confused before. It just means, oh, it also doesn't mean that their orientation is a phase. Mm. or something that you'll grow out of. I really don't like it when people say that, when people are talking about who they're attracted to or oriented towards. So people find their attraction to others changes over time and it's pretty healthy. So if you've experienced a sexual attraction in the past and you no longer do, that doesn't, that, that your asexuality identity is still valid. And also you might be asexual and later come to realise that you do experience sexual attraction more often it doesn't mean that you were never asexual. You, you could have just changed over time. So I think that's really important to remember and consider. Totally, totally. Now we have a last little crop of questions and I want to talk especially, Tanya, about communicating if you're seeing someone or with a partner about this idea of feeling as though you might be asexual and coming to terms with that and realizing that and wanting to speak with the person you share a bed with on a regular basis about this. If someone is feeling like they might be asexual, but they have sex out of obligation or feel pressured to do so, what can they do to help set boundaries and advocate for themselves? Uh, firstly I think we should really clearly state that no matter who you are it's not a good idea to have sex out of obligation right Uh, consent needs to be freely given freely and given willingly Mm -hmm. so let me be clear sometimes people make a free and willing decision to have sex with their partner even if they don't feel like that that is different from feeling pressured or coerced or like something bad will happen if sex doesn't happen So I need to be clear about that. And we need to, yeah, really sort of say, I don't want to have sex. And it's not, it's not helpful for me if you are pressuring me or whining or begging. Let's talk about, you know, frequency or let's talk about what each of us expect here. Right. Um, And I think, you know, people are like, how do you know if you're asexual? It's it's hard because there's no test or anything like that. There are a lot of forums and organisations. There's one called AVEN and there's an Australian asexuality group. We'll we'll pop all of these things up on the program page because I know we have a lot to speak about and we're running out of time. There's even an asexual dating site. So check it out if that's something you think will float your boat. Love it. Now, what about coming out to your partner How is someone, or what's the best advice you can give to someone who is trying to work out how to navigate asexuality in a relationship? 
Right. I think it's like anything. Sit down and talk. So collect your thoughts, make some time and space and bring your curiosity. And before you talk, you can ask your partner for their curiosity and to suspend judgment while you are speaking. It's like, I'd really like you to listen to me about this and we can ask questions and things in, you know, after I've said my piece. But I'd like, if you can, for a moment to suspend any judgmental thoughts you might be having uh, and listen with curiosity to see where I'm coming from. Mm, and I know that might be a daunting conversation, but hopefully this next uh, question will give you a bit of hope on whether or not asexual people and non-asexual relationships can work, Tanya. They can. You know, there's a, you can have romantic relationships where one partner is asexual and the other isn't. Absolutely. But they require plenty of open and honest communication, right? So it's not much different from any other healthy relationship, right? Mm-hmm. If you're asexual, you'll want to talk to your partner about the types of sexual activity you are open to, if any, plus any other boundaries you may have around sex. Maybe you and your partner both want long-term romantic relationship, but your partner has a much higher sex drive. You might want to try an open relationship. This works for some folks where your partner has other sexual partners but has an emotional and romantic commitment to you. What's the most important is that each partner expresses their needs honestly and recognises that sexual attraction can shift over time, but it may not, right? So it won't help to assume that your asexual partner will suddenly go, yep, I'm back, here I am. Uh, And keep in mind too that it's okay and very healthy to have a high sex drive and to want sex often, right? Sometimes people simply aren't compatible. That's frustrating and sad. But if your partner is asexual and doesn't want to have sex, and uh, and they're not willing to consider something that's open or you know more, some of the more alternative ways of getting needs met. You might want to sit down and consider whether this relationship really meets your needs, which are entirely valid too. Hundred percent. Now, if you are looking for some extra support or information uh, or some spaces that are made for asexual people, we're going to pop up a bunch of support networks and groups and even that dating website up yeah. at fbiradio.com slash programs. If you click on Mornings with Maya Billick, you will find everything on the program page. Tanya, thanks so much for a great show today. Maya, thanks for having me. Great topic, this one. Really interesting to take a dive. Mm. I'd be interested to hear what folks, listeners, have to say. 